welcome to ShoeCast, the only podcast in the world where you can align yourself with other people who have the same passion for shoes. Now, let's get right into today's episode. Welcome to the ShoeCast show where we interview and talk everything related to shoes. My name is Chase and I usually sit next to my co-host today, Landon, but he is currently out of the office today. But uh, so it's just going to be me. But uh, today we're going to be talking to Steve or better known as Addy Sneaker Freak on Instagram. He's an Adidas collector with over 2000 followers and deserves more for the amount of shoes and uh, collecting collector items that he has. Uh, How's it going, Steve? Hi, yeah, great to be here. So, um, yeah, um, so yeah, say my name is Steve, also known as Addy Sneaker Freak. Um, I sort of hang out on, I was a bit late to Instagram, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. So, one of my main outlets is probably YouTube, um, and a, a quite a few followers on Twitter as well, stuff like that. But as you say, I specialize in Adidas only. Yeah. So, uh, that is my, that was the path I've decided to go down, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, that's crazy. Yeah, um, I was I was browsing through your Instagram and man, you you have like a very unique collection. I haven't seen uh, not many people just diehard uh, Adidas. At least for the people that uh, actually we've had one guest on that is the opposite of you, and he's a diehard Nike, and he only has right. I think one one pair of Adidas or something, and he he doesn't even like that shoe. But uh, so yeah. why did you make your Instagram name Addy Sneaker Freak? Um, it's probably quite, quite basic, really. Um, obviously I'll admit you got the magazine, haven't you? Sneaker Freaker. Uh, no, actually I've never heard of that magazine. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you got that, that magazine, which is quite well, quite well known mag. And, uh, I just specialize in Adidas. So I just put the two together. Oh, there you go. There you go. Pretty simple stuff really. But yeah, so no exciting stories behind it. But I just <laughs> thought, yeah, it went together as a handle quite well. Yeah. That's that's dope. Yeah, that's awesome. So, how did you get into shoes or collecting uh, sneakers? Yeah, it's um, it's, well, it's, it's a two phase story really. So, a lot of the shoes that I collect for now, um, now we've got to talk about scenes here, right? In the U, so I'm from the UK, mm-hmm. right? So in the UK, um, it, it's got its own sort of subculture of scene, uh, called ca- the casual culture which I'm not sure you've heard of or not. So casual culture is basically when uh, the guys go to football matches, mm-hmm. soccer to you, of course, yeah? Yeah. But, um, so it's, it's the shoes that they wore primarily, actually, in, say, the early 80s, um, late 70s, maybe, but definitely early 80s. And it's the quite unique shoes. Um, they're not high tops. They're not basketball-related at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are basically uh, like leisure shoes uh, that derive from that period of time. Um, and Adidas do often reissue those shoes these days, and it's always a big deal in that scene. So that's probably a lot of my collection is derived from that. And, and a lot of, I mean, there are other little uh, avenues uh, that are sort of, sort of linked into that. So you've got like technical things like uh, the Micro Pacer, you've probably seen those, and mm-hmm. Rising Star. I mean, these are none of these are high tops. They're all lows. Yeah. You know what I mean, so that is the predominant market in the UK. I, I mean, we do have a similar market to you guys as well, uh, with the Jordans, etc. Um, that tends to be mostly in, I would say, London and southern areas of the country. The further you go north, uh, it's pretty well known that more casual the scene gets. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah. So, so that's me. I mean. 
I mean, that's what my collection is now. Um, I'm not old enough to obviously remember the like 70s, early 80s. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't kicking around back then. Um, so it's more looking back and being interested by the designs and, and getting excited by that kind of thing. Um, when I was actually growing up um, in my day, so we talk about early 90s, you know, very early 90s, maybe late 80s. Um, a lot of the, the scene that was back then uh, in the UK, uh, Adidas had faded uh, in the UK then as a brand. Uh, a lot of um, gimmick shoes started to appear. Right. And I, I'll name a few shoes that you, you'll, you'll know, you're quite obvious, like Reebok Pump, mm-hmm. yeah. nice gimmick shoe. Uh, um, let's have a look. A Puma Disc. They yeah. didn't have laces, they had the disc. Yeah. Um, Re- uh, British Knights, if you ever heard of that old brand there, the Dimacell, which is a light-up shoe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and the most famous of the lot, so when I was growing up, uh, obviously this is another gimmick shoe, uh, Nike Air Max, yeah? That's oh, yeah, the Air Maxes, yeah. Yeah. Win- you got the window in the side of the shoe. Um, now Adidas did have Adidas were first to the mark with the gimmicks, but their peak was the early eighties. Mm-hmm. They did a lot of that, and they reissue some of those probably now. But uh, when I was growing up, that was what was going around. Um, then uh, the sort of whole trainer thing fell off the radar for me really in the late nineties, early oos. I'll say that about 2004-5, I started getting back into it. And then that's when my current sort of Adidas um, obsession, you might say, came into it. I was looking at books and things like that, looking at all the uh, the old uh, trainer's shoes that were out. And, and I sort of built my collection from there, you know. Right. So, yeah, pretty, pretty long-winded answer, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, hey, you know, everyone starts their uh, their obsession with sneakers in different ways, but that's cool. Um, Shazir from D Life asks, um, "Why Adidas over Nike?" Um, it's probably a cultural thing, mm-hmm. which is similar to the. It probably derives mainly from the casual culture in the UK. Right. Um, you got to think of um, Adidas. Really, it's obviously a German brand. Mm-hmm. Europe, Europe is Adidas's stomping ground, really. Right. Whereas, like Nike or Nike in, in the US, that's their king over there. Yeah, I gotcha. So it's more, it's, it's, it's more that. I mean, what I found is when I, when I started again, sort of in the early 00s, uh, I, um, I wasn't just Adidas, but what I found is um, there were so many um, great shoes from Adidas that I would be excited about. And obviously every brand's got great shoes, yeah? But yeah. Um, I was sort of, I was only really getting, I was getting excited about the Adidas stuff, not so much the other brands. So, I thought, you know what, I'll just I'll specialise in that brand because, A, it's a lot of money to spend mm-hmm. if you like all the uh, shoes from all the brands. Yeah. So I thought, if I, if I go tunnel vision on Adidas, uh, there's a lot more I like personally in that brand. So, yeah, that's the reason. Well, there you go. All right. Well, hopefully, uh, Shazir, that answers your question. Um, in your collection, what sh- or which thing was it the hardest to get or like, you know, was so like had such a story behind it, you know, trying to, trying to uh, yeah. just get it. Yeah, I mean, there's a few, mm-hmm. there's a few I've chased and managed to get over the years. Uh, one of them's the micro pacer hamper. I've got them down there, but it's in a big box like this, so I can't. Uh, yeah. I can't <laughs> gotcha. But um, so that's like uh, I think there's 500 of them. I think it came out in about 2006 mm-hmm. from memory, mm-hmm. uh, and it was a big collector's pack. 
um, with a drawer unit, and you get the trainers, got the shoes, and you get this uh, drawer of collectibles, all mm. like Adidas collectibles, all sorts of stuff. Right. All set in foam and stuff. I mean, they, they go for about, I don't know, $1,000 online at the moment, I guess. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so I managed to get one of those. And another pair I've got, uh, which is right here in this display case. These are the Noel Gallagher's. Oh, okay. okay. So he, he was like the uh, one of the main guys at uh, the brand Oasis, if you've heard of them. Right. So um, there's only 200 of these in the world. So, wow. Um, so they're... Um, they are rare, very, very rare indeed. Um, so he, he, he did a, he, he did them for the cancer charity in the UK here, mm-hmm. and he released it with his, uh, with his motif on the tongue. It's a very simple shoe. It's nothing fancy. Yeah, no. Um, they're very highly sought after. I, I think if you look on eBay, I don't know, three to four thousand uh, of your money, maybe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, if there's only two hundred, you know, in the in the whole, uh, in the whole world. Obviously, yeah, yeah it's, you're gonna have to spend a pretty penny. Um, how did you how did you even get those? Well, uh, they, they did a one off release uh, in London, uh, which I wasn't at actually, but not long after that, some of the people, uh, and this is going back what year? About ten years ago, maybe they came out. Uh-huh. Um, eBay at the time, uh, you always get your resellers, yeah, but the market for resellers, if you go back a decade, wasn't what it is today. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it hadn't matured mm-hmm. to what it is. So you did have a couple of guys that went on and say they cost a hundred pounds, my money, right? Gotcha. Um, brand new. Uh, they were putting them up for three or four hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I paid that price then. You know, like maybe six months to a year after. Uh, and ever since then, it's you know you see a pair for a thousand, you see a yeah. pair for fifteen hundred, two thousand. I think the last pair I seen online on eBay was three thousand four hundred or something. Yeah, that's pounds so that's like four thousand dollars so yeah wow. wow that's insane yeah i uh definitely i definitely agree with you that the market has definitely changed and people are realizing you know that uh once a shoe releases that there's more uh a more value to it now and people are yeah. buying it more so you know we're just gonna ask the generic question how many pairs do you have in your collection I mean, it's not the biggest collection, I would say. Uh, I'm looking around this room now. I mean, not everything is in this room. Right. I've got a, a load in the attic as well. I mean, I'll put a figure at maybe 400. 400 pairs? Like. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah we like we had a, we had a guy uh, last week, and uh, he was a Nike employee, and he had about 400 too. And that was – it's imagine. I can't – I literally cannot imagine, like, what, what would you do – you know, that's just so much. I, I understand why you have two separate rooms now just for shoes. Um, it's the killer, really. Yeah, storage is the killer. Yeah. It's not small things, yeah? No. It's not collecting uh, vinyl records where you can just slip them into a, exactly. a rack. Exactly. You know? Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, so I'm, 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 I'm a bit more picky these days mm-hmm. about what I go for. Um, so if there's a certain drop of a certain shoe or different colorways and stuff like that, then I'll just pick one. If I like that shoe, I'll just pick one. I won't get several versions of that shoe now. Right. Uh, I've, you know, at the end of the day, um, space. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so do you focus on a certain uh, type of, I guess, are you more retro? Are you more? Um, yeah, I mean, primarily retro. Right. I mean, I will show, I mean, example here is um, this is the kind of, this is a casual, typical casual shoe. Right. It's very simple. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. You know, this is like a retro from, I think, the late 70s, originally the OG. Mm-hmm. It's the Berlin. So they yeah. have a City series, which is uh, Adidas. So they'll, they'll release all sorts of uh, shoes based around a specific world city. So you have Berlin, London. Yeah. Uh, they even have, like, New York. So, uh-huh. so it goes all around the world, actually, not just Europe. Um, so generally, um, they will reissue uh, these maybe once a decade or once every 20 years sometimes. There's always a big hype when when one of these comes out and it hasn't been out for a long time. Um, sometimes they will um, they will do it the other way, strangely. So they will get a shoe and they will release it in dozens of colorways. Yeah. And that just uh, annoys all the uh, real collectors because they're just uh, ruining the legacy of the shoe. Exactly. Then. Yeah. But they don't do that all the time. I mean, as well as the casual stuff like this, mm-hmm. which is quite basic. I mean, you've got the technical stuff. Like here's uh, the Micro Pacer. Which came out in uh, '84, I think, from memory. So these are the Micropacer shoes. Wow. You know, they're a bit wacky, but from the 1980s. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's high. I mean, that's pretty high tech for then. Yeah, you got a little stopwatch in the yeah. uh, song and stuff like that. Wow, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Crazy. But yeah, so it's, uh, it's a bit of a mix between uh-huh. them, and I'd say the only other variety are probably runners. You know, so like a light runner, something like that. Right. So these are all. Um, you know, these are all sort of the main three categories i'll go for between the three okay cool so i guess you know the next question would be where do you see your collection going in the next five years are you thinking about downsizing <laughs> you know like you're yeah. getting to the point where uh, it's certainly got to slow down right uh-huh it's got to, it's got to slow down it's slowed down already you know um i i i may i mean i've sold a couple of um when i've got a double drop in the past so right. I had one to wear, one to keep. Yeah. Um, can't don't do that now. <laughs> yeah. You know, we'll never do that now. Uh-huh. So I've sold a couple this year of uh, any of any doubles that I've got, um, and I might sell one or two more pairs where they've got. Um, that I'm not that keen on the shoes, mm-hmm. so I bought them at the time. They've stayed in a box in the attic. I've not got them out. Don't care about them. Yeah. I might, might sell them. But that'll only that won't really get rid of a lot because I like I like most of what I buy. So uh, I'm still left with the quandary. I've got loads of shoes, or I want to buy more. Right. Got no space. So um, yeah, it's just going to slow down drastically. Uh-huh. To be honest with you, yeah. Um, I, I will only go for things that I really want to add to the collection. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, too bad my co-host isn't here, uh, Landon. He. He, he feels the exact same way. It it literally hurts him, you know, when he has to sell another shoe. But, you know, likewise, he would say, uh, you know, if you're if you're selling another shoe, you're probably getting another shoe back. And, yeah. you know, for something, you probably will enjoy it just as much. Um, Correct. Yeah. So, Sometimes less is more, yeah? Right, exactly. So when you aren't adding uh, to your collection, what are some other hobbies that you like to do? So, I mean, well, other things that I like to do. I mean, obviously, I like to go to the gym and stuff like that. I mean, I used to play quite a bit of uh, football. Or yeah, soccer. soccer. But, uh, gotcha. Not anymore. I'm, I'm just uh, tipped, tipped over the edge of 40 now. So, yeah, the joints aren't uh, like what they were that way. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. The, the knees and ankles, gotcha. uh, that, get, that gets you that, that kind of age. Uh-huh. Um, and really, I mean, you know, obviously, I like music. I do like... Um, some video games and stuff like that. I've got like an arcade cabinet that I put together with all the retro consoles and stuff on like that. Oh, so, that's awesome. Um, just boys' toys and stuff like that, really, you know. So yeah, 
a bit, a bit of that, really. And, and, and like most people, obviously, we all go out and socialise. I mean, I mean what, what I would step back and, and say what's uh, really come together in the last few years mm-hmm. is this kind of thing online, uh, by Instagram, YouTube, what, what, whatever. Um, a lot of the guys now, I sort of class as occasional friends and we all meet at events. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's a, a, an event called Laces Out up in uh, Liverpool, gotcha. in the UK, uh-huh. that we'll all go to. And um, basically, we just hang around the bar, yeah? Chat. Yeah. Chat about shoes. Yeah. Chat about life. That's awesome. And I, I met a lot of cool people uh, at events like that. And that's a, a thing. I find that that is a big plus to the hobby, even more than the shoes in a way. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I definitely feel you on that. Since we've uh, since we've been starting this podcast, we've met a bunch of people, and they all have great stories. And uh, honestly, not many not many guests have been like, you know, they're all been very enjoyable podcasts. So I definitely understand. I don't know if it's just the the shoe community itself, or, but yeah, it's always you know it's always nice um, when you know people are nice. Uh, I guess to you, but. Um, we we always ask our guests this question: What is your all-time grail, and do you currently own it? I probably just showed it before the right. Belgas, yeah, and, and I nailed it, yeah, yeah. yeah so I mean, probably, you can't top that, um, yeah. Yeah, I was on the case as soon as I uh, to go back years, you know, as soon as I seen that they were about, um, I, I got them at the right price, mm-hmm. at the right time before mm-hmm. they went up. So, um, yeah, probably that. I mean, I would say for shoes that I've not managed to get yet. It's a recent release, actually. Um, a few guys went over to, um, to Berlin to get them. Mm-hmm. It was the um, ZX 8000, um, the wall pack, the Berlin wall. Oh, right. Pack. Yeah, I remember so that. They, so they came in a double box. and uh, yeah. So I never managed to get those because I think there were 2,000 pairs. But most of those went um, on one night at the Overkill shop in Berlin. Mm-hmm. So unless you could get over there, um only a few dozen made it to uk retail for example and obviously that's nothing so um that, that's probably the one that i've missed out on that i would like to get um they probably go for between five, well between four and eight hundred pounds on on ebay yeah. you know so um you're getting two pairs of uh, shoes in the box though yeah so right it, it's not so bad but yeah i don't really want to pay the upper end of that i want to try and get some via the community at a reasonable price if mm-hmm. can but you know we'll it's, see it's gonna be tough especially now yeah it's gonna be tough you know people yeah. people are gonna you know everyone can look up online now how much how much it's worth yeah um, you got stock x and all that stuff oh now. yeah yeah it's crazy um yeah so our next question is is if you could choose who should we have on next for our podcast well, I, I would recommend some other friends of mine okay. from the UK. Yeah. Um, they've got a YouTube channel. They're, they're quite um, active. They do a lot for the community over here, getting uh-huh. people together. Uh, and that's uh, Danny and Lance from the Sneaker Annex. Sneaker Annex, so, okay. Um, yeah, the Sneaker Annex, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, if you don't mind, yeah, after we uh, finish up this podcast, if you don't want to you know, yeah. shoot us a DM of their uh, contact info, we'll definitely reach yeah. out. Um, yeah, certainly will, mate. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. Um, before we start this outro, is there anything that you would like to promote, or anyone that you would like to shout out? Um, I would just like to say, um, just thanks to the community, and I've obviously got a lot of uh, a lot of followers. Um, I'm, th- I'm coming up to ten thousand on YouTube. Yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. Quite good. 
-hmm. it's hard graft youtube it's not easy to get subs in this oh, no. in this age yeah really difficult actually exactly um so i just like to say thanks to all those guys um and if you're not subbed to my youtube channel pop along and hit that subscribe button there you go yeah, and that's yeah. It, guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're uh, we'll definitely put all that, and we'll link everything in the uh, description below. So if they want to check you out, all their listeners, um, you know, they definitely can. Um, well, that's gonna wrap it up for here for this episode. If you like the ep episode, please feel free to show your support by liking, following, and subscribing to whichever platform you're listening to. Thanks again for tuning in, and we will see you on the next episode. Peace. That's going to wrap up today's episode on ShoeCast. If you liked the episode and you want to hear more, please feel free to subscribe. If you want to connect with us on other social medias, click the link in the description. Thank you again for listening, and we will see you on the next episode. Peace.